Good morning, good morning, good morning. Ooh, let me turn this mic down a little bit. Good morning, my beautiful people. Good morning, my healing people. Good morning, my healed people on the way to being healed. Wherever you are on your journey, good morning and welcome. Welcome back to Lena's On A Mission podcast. Let's get right into this message today. I have a lot to uncover and just talk about, and I want to hop right in. So let's get to it. I titled this episode today, God's Property. And I know you guys like, what? God's Property, girl, did you get that from Kurt Franklin? Yes, I did. <laughs> Yesterday I was cleaning and I just, I don't know, I just got in the spirit of wanting to just listen to some stump. Ah, my people say stump. <laughs> so I turned it on and me and my son dancing and I'm cleaning and I don't know, when I was younger, when I first heard that song, I always, I, I, I believe a lot of us instantly just like gravitated towards it. And, you know, it's not until you go through some things that you start to really understand songs and <laughs> just what it already means. And, you know, that song, as many times as I heard it, it really resonated with me yesterday. And it resonated with me in a way of, the things that so many people are, you know, going through and just not really knowing that you are God's property. You know, the more challenged you are in this life, it really proves or proven to you that you are God's property. You know, we are God's property. The more it feels like you have to fight, it lets you know who you truly are. Many of us feel that we have to go out and find ourselves and we don't know ourselves. And, you know, God shows us time and time again who we are and whose we are. And we are simply God's property. This message was inspired. The message that I'm going to just speak about today was inspired by... A young lady, I briefly kind of spoken about her, Miss um, Miss USA. And if you guys don't know about her story, go ahead and research her, look her up. Um, but she did commit suicide. And her story stuck out to me a lot because she seemed like a beautiful spirit, a beautiful young girl, um, a girl that had a lot going for herself. Um, but when I, you know, took a deeper dive into her life and just what's out there for us to be able to research, I got to understand that she in some ways was trying to perfect herself you know, was trying to live up to whatever standard. I don't know if it was her family may have made or just her own mind or um, the media. I, I'm not quite sure, but I could look at her like I was looking at some of her videos and I could just tell by how she speaks and, you know, what she speaks about that she was very driven and very serious, but also um, a light, a joy. And you could tell she wanted to be the light and joy for others. And, you know, many of us who 
want to help people. People don't understand this about people who just really want to be a light and really want to help other people. Is that when you go through darkness in your life and you survive it or um, you fight through it and you see other people like yourself, you want to help them so bad because you wish you had that help or you wish you had somebody like yourself or who went through what you went through but overcame and became a light for others. You know, there's so many people who want to survive. You know what I'm saying? Want to get up and live the life that is free of toxicity, is free of depression, is free of the thoughts that roam in your mind that just destroys everything for you. And so just looking into her story, it was like, God, you know, she was on such a path. Like this girl was like one of them girls that was going to do it. I mean, she had so many things up under her belt and it was like what caused her to end it all what caused her to just one day just be like you know what I cannot do this anymore you know I cannot go against these thoughts anymore and this brought me to the beginning of time and guys forgive me if I sound nervous because I am nervous <laughs> every time I get on here I'm super nervous and it's so funny because before I get on I'm so like oh yes so anxious and and then I get nervous but okay bear with me so if we go back in time and I was studying this I was trying to look in Genesis and really understand the devil and really understand what God was trying to do when it came to the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Cause you know, I kind of wrestled with that, but when I looked deeper into it, God simply allowed that tree to be there to give us a choice. And we don't understand that freedom is in choice. He did not want us to be robots. He didn't want us to just do what he wanted us to do. You know, he wanted us to have a choice. You have a choice to follow me. You have a choice to do the right thing. You have a choice if you want to do the bad thing. And that really stuck out to me because all of my life, oh my God, I can count. I, no, I can't count. If I had a dollar for every time somebody said I was crazy or, um, you know, you off to yourself or you, you know, just because I wasn't like everybody else. I always kind of, you know, stuck to myself. I always kind of was different from everybody else and not in a way of self-praising, but it's just in a way of never feeling comfortable with others in that way. You know, never truly... I guess still trying to understand who I am and who I, you know, it, it was like, I just did it. People would think I was bougie or, you know, you think you better when in all actuality, I just didn't feel comfortable. And I always wrestled with that, you know, not being comfortable. And then you get the labels, you know, you got mental health issues, you suffer from depression. And I, I started to look at this today as I was reading and trying to just understand 
why do people battle with depression? Why do people have suicidal thoughts? Why is this such a big battle? And if you don't know, this is a stronghold battle that is getting worse and worse. And I'm seeing so many beautiful young people taking their lives. So many beautiful young people calling depression their identity. I just remember growing up, I talk about mental health and I talk about depression and I talk about these things, but I never could attach, like I, I've dealt with depression and all those things and suicidal thoughts and all those things, but I never could attach myself to it. You know how some people, you know, that may have depression and they just say, you know, I'm, I, I, they, they kind of identify with it like oh that's just who I am you know I get depressed or I have these thoughts and you know dang why do my depression control me or why I can't have a good day I'll be having a good day and then all of a sudden these thoughts come into my mind and and like I mentioned this this drew me to the beginning of time God what was it about that tree that you were trying to save us from, you know, that you wanted us to have that choice of you either going to want to do what's good for your life and by following me and doing the right thing, are you going to go with the enemy? And if you notice, right from the beginning, the enemy was trying to get mankind to see evil. Right from the beginning, that was his intention is to like, oh, no, don't think you just in this la la fairy tale. Da, 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 da. Nah, look, 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 you know, look here, eat this here. We see that it was being done when when Jesus fasted, you know, and he was at his weakest state. You see that, you know, God allowed him to be tested because in those moments, it shows God, what would you rather choose? Would you rather be tempted by the enemy and, and, and get a short-term satisfaction versus a, a, a long-term satisfaction? And if you see Jesus fought, you know, he fought. No, I know why I'm here. I know who I am. I know who God created me to be, and I'm not falling for it. Unfortunately, in the beginning, there was no knowledge of that, right? There was no knowledge of, oh my God, if I do this, you know, and, and I'm not going to say it was no knowledge because God definitely, in the beginning of time, actually let me go to, in the beginning of time, God definitely said, this tree, let me go to it, let me go to it, bear with me, bear with me. Okay, I'm just going to get right to it. Genesis 2.17. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest, thereof thou shalt surely die. Meaning, you're, you you headed down a road of death. And if you think about it, as soon as she ate the apple, that's really what happened. Destruction came here on earth. Death, 
you know, everything that just was of evil was able to be born out of that. And then I said, you know what? That ain't the beginning. (laughs) And this took me to Revelations chapter 12. And it talks about the woman. Let's let me get into this word because this is the thing we gotta understand what's going on, right? We gotta I always thought like let me uncover depression, let me uncover suicide, but it's deeper than our flesh. It goes all the way into the spirit. And let me go to Revelations chapter 12, and I'm going to read it to you guys. A great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. An enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on his head, on its head. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that it might devour her child. The moment he was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God, where she might be taken care of for 1260 days. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought back but he was not strong enough and they lost their place in heaven the great dragon was hurled down that ancient serpent called the devil or satan who leads the whole world astray he was hurled to the earth and his angels with him then i heard a loud voice in heaven say Now have come the salvation and the power and the knowledge, I'm sorry, and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah for the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. They triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Therefore, rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury, because he knows that his time is short. So when I look at depression, when I look at suicide and before I get into this before I I, I started this episode I'm not gonna lie to you is like sometimes I get tired of um just kind of discussing depression and all those things here on this podcast but I have realized that this is my calling this is what God is wanting me to speak to in people this is something that is destroying us 
This is something that the devil is wanting you to identify with. The mental health, the schizophrenia, the, the bipolar, the you know, he wants you to resonate with that so that can take over your mind. It hurt my feelings when I, I heard Miss USA mom speak about the letter she left and how she simply told her mom, like, I can't fight with these voices no more. Like, I'm tired. Like, I, I'm I'm at peace with just, let, just leaving this earth. And coming from a woman, myself, that has dealt with those voices all of my life and to now... And one thing about I'm a fighter and most people who deal with depression, suicidal thoughts are fighters. I know what that fight is about. I know what it feels like to wake up with thoughts of, you know what I'm saying? That you feel like, oh, my God, by the end of the day, you're drained because you literally have to fight for your life for a day. (laughs) Like every day you get up with those thoughts, you are basically fighting to live when your mind is telling you to die. And from a woman who has once herself attempted, you guys know, suicide, I understand those who think about this type of stuff mind. But I also understand that that does not come from us. That comes from the devil. And so I always had the hardest time resonating or taking advice from people who try to speak to people who are dealing with these mental battles in a practical way. You know, um, just saying things like get over it or saying things like you, 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 you know, you choose to be in that. And a lot of people who deal with these types of thought do not choose that. The devil, every single day you get up, is planting these seeds. And if you don't get closer to God, if you don't start to make the choice, like I mentioned, your freedom is in choice. I had to make a choice. I am not going to die. So what do I do from here? I am not going to allow these thoughts to take over my life. So what do I do from here? And my choice was first, and you guys know this, my initial choice was to try to figure it out on my own. And I'm not going to lie to you. Try to figure it out. What do I do? But it was not until I came, I'm telling you, came to Christ that those places started to be nourished, that was depleted. No matter where I went, (laughs) no matter what person I tried to get in a relationship with, no matter how many jobs I tried to get, cars, whatever, none of those things fulfilled me. It it did it for a second, it did it for a time, no matter who I had sex with. You know, even children, you would think that having, some women have children to fulfill something within them. That's broken, trying to fill a space. I've been that woman. Um, No matter what, nothing stuck, nothing. And that is the trick of the enemy. That is absolutely what he wants. He wants you to be wanting more, more, more. You know, you see these people, 
that sell themselves, sell their souls, sell. You see plainly in the Bible that before we was even here on earth, the enemy was after us. He was after us because he had enmity with God. So anybody that was of God, anybody who wanted to follow God, he's after. He's going to do whatever he can do to get you to not identify with God, but identify with him. Depression is not a self-sickness. Mental health is not a self-sickness. It is a flesh sickness. But that flesh side of us is the enemy. The enemy trying to destroy your mind. The enemy trying to get you to go against yourself. Get you to go ultimately against God. Because if you're going against yourself, you're going against God. That's what he wants. So as I'm looking at this beautiful lady's life, clearly God had amazing things for her. Clearly. And the more she elevated, the more the devil fought her in her mind. The more she... In her, some of her interviews, I heard her speak about being an introvert. Oh, my God. That part of her, I can relate to. I always felt introverted. And I noticed that that is also the trick of the enemy. He wants to isolate you. He wants you to get away from people. So he can really get you to identify with suicide. Really get you to think that your mind is, you, you're going crazy in your mind and there's just no way that those thoughts are going to go away because you get up every day and you're fighting them. And I have been that person. I swear this. I'm telling you guys this last year. This is why I rarely even record now because I am just not in that space anymore. But I also God is like knocking on me because it's like, you know, just because you are going where I'm having you go and you just coming from that space I need you to go back and get the, my people <laughs> you know just like the people he rose up in the bible the Josephs the Moses like I need you to go save my people Samson I need you to go get my people I didn't just raise you up so you could just go off into you know life and, and not to say that you're supposed to carry People, that ain't what he want neither because carrying their weight will kill you. And I notice that a lot of people too who get into even like ministry or just people who are speakers and trying to help other people, sometimes we can get caught up in thinking we God or think we could say, no, that's not what God intended. He still wants you to live the life that he wants you to live, which is a beautiful life. But he also wants you to save souls save people help people get to know him help people get to understand themselves so they can start to break those chains off of their lives start to stop believing those lies that the enemy has told you stop feeling like you something is wrong with you that's it's, it's lies it's lies but sometimes you know some of us who try to help other people sometimes you can get too deep in that and, and the enemy can use you in that way too it's like you have to have balance you got to be fed so you can feed others and I had to learn that like I need my time when I'm not recording to be fed because I am 
not a good vessel if I'm not fed. If these things are not taking place in my own life, I can't help somebody else. So in time of me learning, I have to take that space away to really gather what God is trying to show me in this season of my life, what it is that he wants me to tell people, you know, what it is that he wants me to reveal. You need that. And I think sometimes people, especially people who are trying to come up on this rise and let me, you know, be a billionaire in a minute. No, it's not about none of that. He going to bless you regardless sometimes you get in that oh i gotta hustle bustle do 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 it ain't about that it ain't it ain't about that at all we are here to be up under the covenant of god to do what it is that he wants us to do and to save others to save his people because if we don't and we just get the blessing and we lead the people it's like what was it what was it all for? What was it all for? I had a struggle. Just certain questions I have for God. Like, why was a tree there? Why did you allow this? Why? But I started to understand that God is so loyal to his covenant. He's not breaking that. He's not breaking that. What he chose to do is I'm going to figure out solutions now that the enemy has tried to war against me has tried to take my people out now i have to send the savior jesus christ a lamb to shed his blood to renew to make a new to do something new in the earth because this ain't it we gonna get a redo second birth second coming of christ why do y'all think he's coming again? It ain't because so we could be living. No. It's like this first go around. The enemy done came down here and did things I didn't want him to do. Now I got a, a redo. It's a redo of this. Uh-uh. I'm finna bring my second earth, uh, second heaven. It's a redo. And so us who have gotten caught up in the first <laughs> do, gotta get it together. And got to really understand that this fight is not flesh and blood, that it's in the spirit. And we hear so much of people trying to speak to things that are going on in the spiritual world with practical solutions. I, I couldn't understand like this young, beautiful woman, right, Miss USA, she was going to get counseling. She was taking certain medications, you know. She was even involved in church. Even involved in church. Her mom said her faith was like strong and stuff, right? But I, I noticed that we can get all the resources right here on earth. But if we do not tap into God fully, and I'm not saying that she did it. I don't know her. You know, I, I could just go off of what I've experienced and just the, the little bit of knowledge that I've gained from researching her. I just, I feel like as a woman who's been in that place of suicide, I know what that those thoughts do to you. I know how it shapes you. I know what it makes you start to believe about yourself. And I also know the other side by me really getting into God because I used to do the same thing. I used to go to church. I've tried counseling. I just, I didn't really care for it. It wasn't doing nothing for me. Some people it does something for. 
some medicines does none of it did anything for me the medication made me feel crazy made me feel like a zombie i feel way stronger not taking medication and all and this is not for people to not take with it whatever it is that they need for themselves but for me it wasn't until i got deep into a relationship with God and I know that some people say oh you can't church out mental health and you can't do this and it's not about church that's the thing people just go to church people just take bits and pieces out of the Bible and apply it to their lives that's not having a relationship with God church and having a relationship with God is two different things if you have a relationship with God God equips you in the spirit He shows you what to do in the flesh in order to stay connected to him. You can go to church all day long. You can read bits and pieces of the Bible all day long and have faith in those bits and pieces of the Bible. But if you don't get the full picture to see what is really going on, why you really feel in the way you feel, it's not because it's you. It's not because of this flesh and blood. It's because what the enemy is trying to do in the spirit, you start to be equipped You start to understand what it is you need to do when you come into war with yourself, right? When really you're going to war with with the enemy. But once you get into that place, you start to understand this is not me. Devil, you lying on me. This is not me. You trying to take me out. You trying to have me identify with something that I know is a lie. You can have all the fruits bearing in your life. But if you don't stop believing the lies that the devil plants, you think about it. I look about, look, I'm saying look about, I look at Jesus' life and how people fought him too. We just, you know, they just talk about bits and pieces, how he, you know, did miracles and stuff. But it was people that didn't believe in him. It was people that were trying to go up against him. He had to deal with some stuff. And that's why he went off on the mountaintop and prayed to God, talked to God frequently. That's where he got his strength. It's not in church when you in fellowship with people. It wasn't when he was gathered by 5,000 men and preaching. It wasn't when he was with his disciples that he was getting, you know, his strength. It was when he went off to God, that personal relationship, not the show. Not the answers, all the stuff that you see. No, it's in that closet, right? It's in that personal, private place that you go. When he told his disciples, get on that that ship, I'll meet y'all later. He started walking on the water. He had just was talking to God. Moses, Moses, oh my God, went on the mountaintop, was the only man that was able to see God. Come came off down from that mountain. His face had a a ray of light, like a veil. Or listen, it's not about the church and the religion. It's about the personal relationship with God. Meaning everything that you come up against, you talking to God about. Everything now that I face, I talk to God about. I evaluate everything now. If I'm having an off day, I'm not just looking at, oh, this is just me. I'm just having one of those moments I'm getting into my depression again. Now I have to really like, oh, no, 
something must be finna happen because the enemy trying to fight me right here. So let me go ahead and equip myself. Let me go ahead and maybe re look in the Bible and, and go to what it is I'm going through. Talk to God about it. Maybe I need to fast. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? I need to just have faith. And honest to God, you guys, whenever the devil tries to tempt and get me into any space of depression, now I tap into what God is saying. I start to speak to God. And over time, honestly, that battle starts to dwindle. Like, it, it, it's not as prominent in your life. Like, it's not so strong. The more you get in a deeper relationship with God, your spirit is being strengthened. And the more you are strong in your spirit, you're able to fight off the flesh. Let me go, guys, to... I wanted to read this. I'm just talking and talking. But I wanted to just kind of, and it's crazy because I was having this sermon on my mind. And God, as soon as I opened my Bible, I kid you not, he, it opened right to Romans 8. And let me just read this to you guys. The spirit delivers from the power of the flesh. There is therefore now no condemn, condemnation, sorry, <laughs> to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemns sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do not mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. Let me read that again. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So you guys see right there. That's letting you know. If you hold on to those thoughts, right? Because they're going to come. He's going to try to fight you. Especially if you are a little more vulnerable in those spaces. He's going to try to fight you in your mind. But if you notice... What are those fights normally sounding like in your mind? Think about it. If you are fighting or battling with depression, what is that conversation? Say, for instance, you're not making enough money, right? And so you get depressed, right? You start to get depressed. I'm not enough. What's wrong? Why I ain't got this money? Do you think that's of the, of the spirit or of the flesh? Think about it. When you have those conversations, is it, I'm not far enough in my life. You know, I'm not happy. I'm not married. I'm not, I don't have kids. Um, I if you think about it, it's fleshly things, right? That we normally get into this depression. Is it a conversation of when I was younger, I didn't get love. When I was younger, I got raped. When I was younger, my mama 
you know, uh, allow me to get adopted. My mama didn't love me. My daddy wasn't there for me. Um, all of these things, right? This is how the enemy gets us. We start to become hard on ourselves and depressed. And I was just looking at this girl's life. Like, you can tell it was something that she felt inadequate about. Because that's what depression comes from. Inadequacy is something that you feel that you don't have. It's something within you that you feel you're lacking. It's something, right? And that's what the devil wants. He wants you to feel like you ain't who God created you to be. That you're not enough. That you will never be who God created you to be. That you will always be in this suffering mindset. That you will always have these negative thoughts. Because I remember like just her... I just remember that that space that I was in when I thought the same thing. Like I'm like, dang these these thoughts. Like they, it's too much. I'm tired of fighting these thoughts. Right, man. I just remember that day I gave up. Like I really gave up. And God, I was rushed to the hospital. God was like, no, no, no. And right then and there, like my boyfriend at the time, my mom, my boyfriend was there with me. But my mom was like, listen, you need to get some help. You need something. But it was at that pivotal moment in my life that even though I would, I didn't have a deep personal relationship with God, I always believed in God, but my relationship was not with him like, I, like it should have been. I was trying to fill my voids and spaces and all that from a boyfriend, from, you know, making my own money and doing this and let me accomplish this. And maybe I'll start to feel worthy and let me have this and da, da, da. No, I still, it, it took some years for me to get to where I'm at now. It took some trial and error for me to get, but it's through that fight. And I'm glad that I fought. I'm glad that I fought for my life. I'm glad that I did not allow those thoughts to take uh, take me out. Whenever in, in, in that last phase when the devil really tried to take me out, this podcast was created. Fight. Whoever is listening to me today, fight. I promise you, you will not be dissatisfied. You will not regret it. Whenever you fight the devil, he will flee from you. I'm telling you. Once he see that you're serious about God and nothing that he does works, he will flee from you. I always tell people, friends, whoever that comes to me for advice and they're struggling, I tell them, you need to tap into what God wants you to do. Get creative. Start building something that God wants you to build. Noah, what did Noah do? When God was getting ready to cut up on the earth and people was acting a god dang on fool when he was like listen i'm about to take these people out they evil god told noah what to do and noah did it noah started building the ark you need to do what god wants you to do in those times where you feel the darkest it was in my darkest hour that this podcast was created and i'm not gonna lie to you guys i really thought about giving it up Cause I was just like, okay, I'm kind of at a different place in my life now. And I don't want to kind of be speaking about the same things, but it's not about me, baby. Yeah. God brought me out. Okay. He's working on you. He's doing it. You starting to feel better and your life is starting to be better and he's filling up, but don't forget why I had you create 
the podcast. Don't forget why I had you create the ark to save you and who else? Because Noah didn't just save himself. He saved a couple animals and his family. And, and babe, you talking about breaking generational curses, right? How are you going to break generational curses if you just think about yourself? As long as you out of the darkness, out of the pit, oh, forget everybody else. That's got no. And I think this is what people need to understand. So those of you, if you, if I don't know if you are listening to me or whatever, but if you hear somebody say, oh, why you keep talking? This is my testimony. This message is not for you. This is for who, a person that needs it. This is what God created me to do. My sheep hear my my voice. If you ain't it, bye. <laughs> God is tired of his people being defeated by lies. That's why he wants you to get into the word. The more deeper you get into the word, the more you will save your life. Choice. Choose. The enemy whispers depression and you call yourself depressed. The enemy say you not enough and then you call yourself not enough. The enemy whispers you've been down all your life and you call yourself a failure. God is tired of trying to keep raising his people to believe that he is the way. Is it really mental health issues or is it the devil trying to defeat you? I always fought against when people used to try to speak that over my life. Oh, you crazy. You got mental health issues. Are you, you know, and it'd be the, the same folks that be doing some crazy stuff. <laughs> some wild stuff. You know, ain't even thinking about helping other people. I ain't even think all about self. All about self. I always knew in my spirit that Depression was not my identity. Mental trauma is not my identity. Mental illness is not my identity. The devil will try to lie on you. I'm telling you. The voices won't stop you. Because if you allow God's voice to be louder than those voices in your mind, you're going to make it. Because the louder God's voice become, the quieter those other voices become. In Revelations, when I read it to you guys, did it not say that the dragon was not strong enough? The enemy is not stronger than God. But you have to make the choice to believe God over the enemy. You have to make the choice to build your spirit and not your flesh. You got to make the choice to not identify with things that you know does not come from God. The more knowledge you have about God, the more you are able to dismiss things out of your life. That is, you're able to recognize it. Oh, this is not from God. So I'm not identifying with it. I'm not going to lay in my bed all day. I'm not going to wrestle with my mind all day. That's the enemy. The longer he can keep you wrapped up in this stronghold, of wanting to end your life, to to thinking that you're nothing, to thinking that you're everybody else is better than you. Why everybody else had the moment you rise up in Christ, the moment your life changed, the moment God starts to show you you 
thought you wasn't who I created you to be. Huh? You thought. The more you start to identify with who God has created you to be, you start to, your world around you starts to change. Those negative people start to get out of your ear. You start to not want to see negativity on your phone and scrolling and all of that. You start to want to see what God has placed deep down in your spirit. And for me, mine is to help people. Mine is to share my testimony, man, and let people know that that life that you are living in hell is not your life. It's not. I have a strong passion to help people. And it's not to be a savior. It's to show people that if God can do it for me, he definitely can do it for you. Because there, like I said, there has been plenty of times, I'm not going to lie, that I've thought I had to pray about this podcast. Like, God, do you want me to say? Because I really didn't want to stay. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like, I'm like, I'm off social media with my podcast. I just, um, I'm just in a different space. I'm not like, but that burning desire in me will not let me give it up. That, that thing that God has placed in me. Mm-mm. I got to help people. Like, I got to help my people, for real. Like, I, mm-mm. So, if this is you, please tap into what God has in store for you. The enemy was at war with you before you even came here. Because he hates God. He wants you to, he wants to destroy you. He wants to devour you. He want, runs through and fro this earth looking for who he can devour, who he can contaminate, who can, he can keep stuck. Because the more you stay stuck, you can't get to the fruits because you mentally stuck. Go against the grain, man. Go after what God has created for you. Refuse to believe the devil. Freedom is in your choice. I have so many beautiful women who don't like themselves, don't like their bodies, don't like how they look. We you gotta we gotta tap out of this vanity stuff. Whatever it is that you don't like about yourself, this is something I have to tell my own self. Work on your body, go work out, but don't let it be something that you're trying to convince this world to accept you. I have light skinned women, dark skinned women. Latina, white, whatever you are that's going at war with each other, want each other's features, want this, be who God created you to be and be the most beautiful version that you, and people don't realize that the most beautiful version is created in your spirit. Work on yourself within. The, everything else is going to shine. You're going to want to start to do better for you. You're going to want to get in that gym and eat better and take your better care. Like all of those things come hand in hand. Stop allowing the enemy to try to compare you to other women. To, to, to just stop. Men, stop letting the devil use you. Want to be better than the next man. Want to have more money than the next man. Want to have 10 females just to make, make you look like something. 
Stop allowing the enemy to use you. Got men going against women and women going against me. Stop. Once you tap into your gift God has for you, everything becomes a distant memory. Everything starts to not even be worth your time. I be like looking at certain stuff and I be like, true, that ain't for me. Mm-mm. Watch your eyes are the gateway I'm telling you whatever you looking at on a constant is what's feeding you. If you are depressed over whatever issue in your life and you keep looking at the opposition or the opposite, like I said, if it's your looks, if it's your money, if it, if you keep looking at somebody else, envying or wanting that or what's wrong with me, you feeding that thing. You need to dead that thing by allowing God's voice to speak louder. The more that thing tries to fight you, the more deeper you need to get into God. The deeper you get into God, I'm telling you, that thing will be wiped out of your life. All right, babies, I am I'm running out of time. Until next episode, beautiful people, love on yourself, love on God. Y'all got this. Mwah.